0: Hi, it's me, Chi Chi, your body and nutrition empowerment coach. Does this sound like you? You're in a constant battle with how you look and feel in your body. You struggle with your relationship to food and have tried every diet under the sun. And to top it all off, you have a hard time prioritizing self-care and feel burnt out. Well, that was me for a lot of my life. And there is a way to get out of these negative cycles. If you desire that for yourself, I can be your guide through your transformation. It's time to release the patterns that no longer serve you, reclaim your body, find a way of eating that works for you, and recognize your worth so you can manifest what you deserve. And I've created the roadmap with a structure and support to lead you through that journey. If you're ready to make a positive change to loving yourself and amplify the magnitude of your confidence, visit the Sistriarchy Instagram page and click the link in bio to book a discovery call with me. The world is waiting for you to show up in your power. Hello friends, a bit of a heads up, this episode we are going to be talking about body image, uh, weight, eating, and disordered eating. So if that is something that you're not quite in the right place to hear about, it's totally okay to skip this episode. Feel free to go back to some of my previous episodes and listen to those, or I will see you in the next episode. Take care of yourself and do what's best for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sistriarchy Sessions. I am your host, Christy Yip. You can call me Chi-Chi. Today we are talking about a subject that I'm really passionate about and something that's been on my mind for quite some time. And I shared about it a little bit on my Instagram page. Um... I did a little bit of a rant which actually got a lot of engagement. Um, Some people that I follow and admire reposted it which was like really awesome (laughs) and it's funny because it was something that I'd been like thinking about for a while and like noticing and I just like I kind of held myself back from talking about it because in my head I was like okay this is there's more important things going on like I don't want to be like talking about this because I feel like it's such a it's not that big of a deal but it is a big deal and um then like you know a few months later there was like an article that kind of was triggering and I was like oh my gosh this is exactly the shit I was talking about and I mean I'm glad I spoke up about it when I did but um It just kind of goes to show that like (laughs) I sometimes hold myself back from speaking my truth just because I am concerned about like the way it's going to be perceived. Um, But anyway, that's something that I'm working on. So if you like the things that I talk about, please let me know. Um, Your feedback is what helps me (laughs) know that I'm going in the right direction. Um, So today we are talking about beauty trends beauty standards and how they're ever changing in the lengths that we go to to keep up with it and this is going to be a full pre chi chi moment so you know strap in buckle in hang tight whatever take notes <laughs> and just get ready to burn it all down by the time you're done hearing it, this episode um and I'd love to know what you think. I'd love to hear what you think. So here we go. Back in November of 2022, there was a New York Post article, which, okay, but just let me just preface. I think that the New York Post can be a bit of a trash publication. So like whatever they say, take it with a grain of salt. However, the headline is still really damaging and the headline said heroin chic is back. And it had photos of like a few celebrities who were looking very thin, Um, thinner than they normally do. Now I also want to say that like, I'm not like passing judgment on these people. I'm just saying that this is like the New York post, like chose these people to feature who are like, I guess you would say like influences and Considered the standard of beauty in our society. They are posted there as like influences of this new body trend. And the thing is, well, heroin chic as a body trend is nothing new. This is something that we saw in the 90s. There's a reason why this is very problematic, many reasons. One of them, of course, is calling it heroin chic. Essentially, glorifying and glamorizing drug addiction. Drug addiction is a serious disease and it should not be taken lightly nor made into a trend, especially since there is a serious opioid problem in the United States that isn't being addressed. It's not something that people should be looking up to as a something that's fashionable. Um it kind of like downplays the seriousness of the disease. So another reason why saying that it's returning is is also really problematic because of the lengths that some people will have to go to in order to achieve this body type. There are people who are naturally thinner, who have smaller frames, and there's nothing wrong with that. Their bodies are perfect the way they are. And there's also a lot of people who have to go to great lengths in order to achieve that look. And it can be really dangerous it can be really harmful. It can lead to eating disorders and other disordered behavior. And that's when it becomes a problem. So before we came back around to heroin chic body type trend, the trend was the extreme curves, the big booty, small waist, and large bust. It's a body type that A lot of black women naturally have, and it's a body type that in the past a lot of black women were ridiculed for, made fun of, and it only became trendy and fashionable once white women started doing it. It only became profitable once white women started doing it, and as soon as it's no longer trendy, those same women got rid of those features or minimized them. There was a big increase in the amount of BBLs or Brazilian buttlifts that were being done over the last decade. And now that it's no longer in style, I heard there's a new type of buttlift in town. It's called the country club buttlift. And if you can't see what's pr- problematic about that, well, let me spell it out for you. So it, it insinuates a couple things. So the country club butt lift is like a smaller version of the BBL that's suitable for being at the country club. So if you think about it, country clubs are predominantly white spaces where a lot of people of color are excluded from. So what they're saying is larger butts is not suitable for the country club. A smaller butt would be Allowed into the country club versus a big one. Uh, so, yeah, you can smell the racism in that one. Okay, that sounds wrong, but yeah, it's extremely racist and problematic, and it's a thing. It's a thing, and you can see it happening in certain celebrities that have been have used their butt lifts as a um, a money maker. And now they have magically shrunken down. How did that happen? Anyway, I'm getting sassy right now. It's late. And now we're full circle back to heroin chic. Not too long ago, the ideal body type was curvy. It was a whole what some would call slim thick where you have like really voluptuous curves, really big boobs, big butts, small waist. And now it's like... Okay, like basically, be a stick is what they're telling us is the ideal. <laughs> What's funny is that not too long ago, <laughs> I made a podcast about beauty standards, where I talked about like how they're constantly changing. Where in the nineties it was about heroin chic, in the two thousands it was about the tall, skinny, and tan blonde Barbie like look, and then we we're into this like curvy curvy business. It not in not even a year it's come back full circle to the heroin chic aesthetic. I don't even want to call it that. <laughs> I just did though, whatever. Um yeah, like that that episode wasn't even that long ago. <laughs> and here we are again. Here we are again. And I know that I'm not the first person to have pointed this out. There's many other um people like content creators who have mentioned that the trend of the body type of like the trend of having like the very voluptuous curves was starting to fade out and you could see it in certain uh quote unquote celebrity slash influencers and the ways that their bodies were changing and it's just it just really goes to show that There is no fucking point in trying to live up to these beauty standards because as soon as you reach it, as soon as you put your body through all these ridiculous changes, as soon as you get the plastic surgeries or go on all these diets to look a certain way, it's going to change. And then, so then what are you going to do? Are you going to continue chasing these trends and like doing these ridiculous things to your body just so you can feel worthy, feel acceptable to society's beauty standards, it just doesn't make sense. And it's extremely harmful because there are women and young girls who believe that they do need to follow these beauty trends. And because of that, they compare themselves to people who can attain these body types through plastic surgery, through uh, whatever means they go through. And then, um, you know, when they realize like they are never able to reach that standard, then they feel bad about themselves. They feel unworthy. They never feel enough. And the cycle just continues. Our bodies are not trends and our bodies do not define our worth. Our bodies are perfect the way that they are in whatever Shape, size, height, width, they are. And instead of focusing so much on what our bodies look like, we can focus on the things that our bodies do for us, what they allow us to do. And also to focus more on what our bodies feel like, you know, like taking care of our well being. That should be the focus because our bodies are the vehicles that allow us to experience our lives and we need to take care of it we need to nourish it with good food we also need to love it what does it look like to love our bodies and it's not just like a state of mind it's also what are the actions we take when we love our bodies like are we getting enough sleep are we managing our stress are we moving our bodies Etc. Etc. The list goes on. Let's take a quick break, and we will be right back. Are you searching for support in your life, career, relationships, and more? Are you craving the connection from a sisterhood? If so, there's a place for you. The Sisterarchy Circle is a membership group where you can get access to exclusive content expert guest interviews and live masterclasses. at the same time connect with a community of like-minded badass women and you'll also get access to me chi chi how good does that sound to learn more visit the sistriarchy instagram page and click the link in bio to join the sistriarchy today we are open to all fem identifying people come join us we're waiting for you on the other side There's been some talk about how celebrities are managing to lose so much weight in such a short period of time. There is a prescription drug called Ozempic that celebrities have been using to help them lose weight. So just to talk some medical talk. So Ozempic is a semoglutide, which is a medication that's used for the treatment of type 2 diabetes. So what that drug does it increases insulin secretion from the pancreas which promotes the absorption of glucose in the bloodstream and decreases blood sugar levels it also decreases appetite and it also slows down the movement of food in the GI tract which makes you feel more full so you can see how that would lead to weight loss there are other names for the drug are wegovy and Ribelsis. could be saying that wrong whatever and without insurance, this drug can cost um, about 1200 per month. That's like, that's like the same amount as my rent. <laughs> and because there's been such a demand for this drug by celebrities <laughs> for weight loss, there's currently a shortage of it. So the people who need the medication like the people who have type 2 diabetes, are not able to get it. So they're having difficulty accessing this life-saving medication because of the demand from people who are using it for weight loss. Like, that is extremely messed up. Like, what does that tell you about our society? That a drug that can be used to save someone's life is actually being diverted to someone who's using it to lose weight. It's just it's just really sad and it's upsetting. And the thing with Ozempic is that you need to stay on Ozempic in order to maintain that weight loss. So as soon as you stop using it, you're more likely to gain that weight back. So you're just going to be spending $1,200 a month to stay skinny. Of course, like celebrities, they can afford it. And that's the thing is like celebrities are going to do it because they can afford it. The average person is not going to be able to sustain that for themselves. So yeah, like maybe the average person will get Ozempic, use it for a bit, and then as soon as they achieve their results, then what? Are they going to continue paying $1,200 per month to get this skinny jab? No, it's unrealistic. (laughs) And then of course, like the people who need the life-saving medication are unable to get it. So how fucked up is that? Of course like pharmaceutical companies can like increase their production of it but uh is that really the solution? The solution is to not fucking take this shit. Also another trend that's been coming up is the buccal fat removal or buccal fat. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. I've been saying buccal fat. I've heard it pronounced both ways. Anyway, it's like there's a little fat pocket in your cheek that is surgically removed and then it just makes your face look like thinner and your cheeks looked more sucked in and and you kind of look gaunt. And that's like, this is like the newest um, cosmetic procedure trend. Like the last few years has all been about the lip fillers and the BBLs. Now it's about buckle fat removal. The thing with buckle fat removal is that like it's irreversible. So like once you take out, your buckle fat, like th- that's what you have. That that's how it is. You're just gonna have like these sunken in cheeks. And like you're you don't know how your face is gonna look like 10 years from now without your buckle fat. <laughs> like people are doing these like irreversible surgeries just to like look good in the moment without realizing like, oh, what's the impact going to be when I'm older? I mean, like, you know, celebrities, whatever, they're gonna like have can get surgery to fix it. But like, is that really what we want to be doing with our time and our money? It's just like constantly getting procedures to like keep up with these trends and then change our faces. It's just, it's a constant cycle. So unless you like medically need it, there's just really no need to like remove the fat from your cheeks. (laughs) And to me, it's a little like saddening to see people fall for these trends because I think they looked better before their procedures. And okay. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to judge. Although like I can be judgmental. I'm just going to straight up admit that. And like, who isn't people can do whatever they want with their bodies. Like it's their choice, their body, their choice. However, I urge people to think thrice about making any permanent changes to their bodies for the sake of beauty, for the sake of beauty trends, because these trends, I mean, they're called trends for a reason, because they're going to change. And then what? And then what are you going to do? These trends, they're dangerous to our bodies, to our health, to our mental health, because if we keep trying to follow them, we're never going to feel good enough. We're going to feel good in the moment, but then as soon as the next trend comes along, we're going to continue chasing. So we see celebrities and influencers who look, quote unquote, flawless in their photos. And the majority of the time, they've had some sort of procedure and a whole lot of editing. It becomes more and more difficult to remember what reality is and what people really look like. There are some Instagram accounts that show you unedited photos of celebrities and then they show you the retouched photos that they post and it's wild to see the difference and how much how much editing people do and it also makes you realize wow like these people don't actually look like that (laughs) nobody looks like that nobody looks like that without any sort of tweaking and (laughs) The reality is the average person is unable to afford all the cosmetic procedures to keep up with beauty trends. We're not always going to be editing our photos. And what do we do? We compare ourselves to these unattainable standards because we forget that celebrities have access to the best plastic surgeons. They have access to personal trainers, personal chefs, and Photoshop And we hate ourselves because we don't look that way. Because no matter what we do, we'll never look like that. And we feel unworthy because, you know, these are people who are considered the most beautiful people in the world and we don't look like that. Therefore, we're unworthy. And this cycle is bound to continue. And it's bound to continue unless we decide to stop it. I am one of the many, many people who are committed for this cycle to end And people are definitely waking up to this. However, we do see that it is continuing, so not enough people have woken up yet, but we're getting there. And I'm here to remind you that changing something on the outside will not fix how you feel on the inside. Maybe it will temporarily, and as soon as that wears off, you'll find something else that you'll want to change about yourself. And I know this because I've been that person. And it wasn't until... I changed how I felt on the inside about myself before I could really, truly be happy and free and be liberated from feeling like I needed to be a certain way in order to be loved, in order to be worthy. And the cycle won't stop until we decide to stop trying to live up to society's beauty standards. It's not going to stop until we decide to choose radical self-love and I've frankly had enough of seeing all this bullshit on the internet continue because I know how harmful it was to me. I've lived through it and I I wish for it to discontinue. I wish for all people to be free and to love themselves and to liberate themselves from the shackles of our society's beauty standards. One of the ways of doing that is to really Get to the core of who you are, the core of who you are as a person. When you recognize the truth of who you are and realize the beauty in it, that is when you can start to be free. And yes, it can be easier said than done. I know it's taken me a lot of work to get to where I am, and I'm still a work in progress. I'm not fully free. I'll be the first to admit it. But I've come a long way from. The young woman who would constantly judge herself in the mirror, would spend hours picking herself apart, who didn't respect herself, who felt unworthy, who looked for validation in others. That person isn't too far off from where I am now, but I've made a lot of progress. I've made a ton of progress. (laughs) I do have my moments, though. And that's what I wish for people is to really, truly find love for themselves, deep love for themselves, not just like, oh, I like me. I want people to like fall in love with themselves deeply. And because of my experience, what I've been through, what I've learned, I am dedicating my life to bringing this to other people, bringing it through my podcast, through my programs, through my coaching, and if this is something that you desire for yourself, I highly recommend reaching out to me. I would love to talk with you individually on how I can be your guide in this process. If you're just a little bit curious and you want to dip your toes in, I'm going to be hosting a power class on March 8th, 2023 about finding self-love and empowerment. Just go to my website, sistriarchy.com and you'll see on the homepage where you can sign up for the power class. And if it's past the date, you can still go to that page and you can sign up to get a download of the recording of the session. So to wrap this all up, I really hope that each and every one of you can find deep love for themselves because we all deserve to love ourselves and let go of what other people think and what other people say we're supposed to be look like because fuck that fuck beauty standards fuck beauty trends be you be authentic to yourself and love yourself And that's all I have to say about that for now, for now, because there will be more. I know there's going to be some more because it doesn't end here. It's not, it's not ending yet. So there's going to be plenty more to rant about. And when there is more to rant about, I will definitely have another episode about it. And I will definitely be preachy, teaching on my Instagram about it. Don't worry. It's going to be there. Anyway, thank you for listening to this episode of the Sistriarchy Sessions. I hope you enjoyed it love you very much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please screenshot it, post it to your stories, and tag us at the thesistriarchy on Instagram. If you have a moment to spare, I would be ever so grateful if you left a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. These reviews help the podcast rankings, which in turn helps it become more visible, reach more people, and grows the podcast. And if you've yet to do so already, please go ahead and subscribe. I appreciate your support and I will see you in the next episode. Love you. Thank you for listening. How did that sound? Great. Oh, it sounded great. Awesome.